YouTube. But you look like a foot, and I ain't trying to date you. Boom, baby. What up, what up, what up? I think we're recording. Another dime. I mean, another day, another nickel. Another dime, another day. Another dollar, another, you know. What did, another everything. What did SpongeBob say? I don't know. It was SpongeBob's good word. It was like, SpongeBob said like another day, another dollar. And then Squidward was like, more like another day, another nickel. Because they worked best of crabs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I think the first episode of SpongeBob was the Reef Blower episode. I think. That's one of the greatest episodes Yeah, of it's all time. silent. And yeah. SpongeBob being, blower. yeah. That that's hysterical. Let me uh, make sure. There's a on the oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. So, uh... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whose catchphrase was that? Who's what? Whose catchphrase was that? Oh yeah, the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. <laughs> Family right. Guy makes really good fun of that, and he always breaks through the wall at unnecessary times. And he's like, Oh yeah. Oh no. Right. Dan Cook had the best joke about it first. Cook kind of fell off the scene a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, well, his brother embezzled like $2 million after tax from him. Oh, that's right, because he was was part of his team or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got, and then Dan got called out for joke stealing for Louis C.K. That's right, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of nonsense. It's a cutthroat industry out there, that's for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. but he had such an original style. I would, he uh, did. He did. It's surprising that he chose to knack somebody else's bits. Yeah, it, it sucks. Cause he, I thought like I thought it was hysterical. It, it wasn't very funny stuff, like in depth stuff. Yeah. It was just like. Was it uh, Carlos Mencia <laughs> that stole that? Stole a bunch of jokes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Mencia. Rogan was all over him about that. Carl, well, Rogan got kicked out of the comedy store because of it. Yeah. They went up on stage, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He called Carlos Mencia, uh, Mencia <laughs> Carlos Mencia. <laughs> right so corny yeah right it is <laughs> but it's fitting if the guy stole his jokes but he used to have a show and everything didn't he yeah mind him and see us <laughs> yeah what's he the funny part I, we've already talked about it. like he's not even mexican oh yeah that's right he's german and honduras they're kind of they, i don't know it makes me i pictured sammy sosa again just talking <laughs> cuban <laughs> <laughs> well at least he was actually cuban <laughs> yeah that's funny though, man so what's new man it's sunday how was your weekend it was good you didn't do anything special uh, Friday, I went to bed at like nine and That's, slept till like seven. I usually catch up on my Friday or my Saturday. I, I do the same thing. With sleeps. Right. With sleeps. You gotta, your body knows when you need it. That's for sure. I just keep doing it. <laughs> like, keep I'll wake up and I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to keep sleeping. Right. And then, uh, so that was my Friday. And then Saturday I went and wick, I went and worked on a vehicle. What kind of car? Uh, a truck. Chevy 2008, so newer. Only, only thing wrong with it was fucking battery was bad. Do so you like you like working on cars? Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty hell talented yeah. at it. Um, I get that from my father. I mean, he owned a shop in London, so okay, hell yeah. Um, I'm mechanically inclined. You said it's like a 2008. Would you say, um, in my opinion, older cars are way easier to work on than newer cars? <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, it's, it's amazing <laughs> how how much harder they get to work on as well, uh, more as the the uh, two thousand age progresses right. towards all the electronic module can change. This and one's actually not bad. Like it's just a base model, so there's like That's nothing good. in it. Like you can actually get inside you of it. You can get and work to on all it. the yeah. things you need to actually work on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Hell yeah, yeah. My dad, uh, he worked on all kinds of cars and stuff. I've, I can change my oil. I can like, you know, do my brakes and rotors and stuff like that. And like, yeah. I got the courtesy of having the lift over there, so anything I need to repair. But yeah, it's like I don't know. Not everyone is mechanically oriented to fix their own car, and it's right. It's really a shame if you don't know somebody because you will get waxed at the shop, man. You will. I get lucky. Yeah. I know people. Exactly, and you you gotta be like either know somebody who's not gonna screw you over or. Right. Have some real balls when you go into the shop to know what you're talking right, about yeah. to call people out. Cause I well, I usually work on my own vehicle, but if it's something I can't work on, I at least have somebody that, like, he works on vehicles, but I can call him up some, on the side. Uh, yeah, exactly. Some guidance if you got any questions. So, yeah, that was that was my dad right there, guidance. Yeah, in that's... the middle of working on a vehicle, just that phone call. Bring like, it up, I, yeah. What am I doing? Same here. I, I don't even try to start to work on mine until I, I call my dad. It's like. I just need to download all of my dad's uh, mechanical data into a flash drive and right. from his brain so I can have it forever and just reference it like material. Because it's crazy, man. Like, How do I do this? How do I do that? Exactly. And it doesn't just go for cars, too, but like 
everybody has their niche of, of knowledge right. and when when see when you can just get those kind of reliable answers from some people like like in the way you turn to Google for stupid questions. Yeah. It's really reliable to just be like, Oh yeah, what is the answer to this? And then you just don't even have to question whether it's right or not. It's just going to the source, man. Right. They've done it. Exactly, yeah. They've been there. They know what we're dealing with. And like there's a huge problem today with like misinformation or disinformation and it's like if you get the right information, there's no alternative fact about it. You know, if you get the wrong information, you're gonna know it after you do it. Right. Especially if you're working mechanically on something like that, because it's kind of like mathematics. Way. There's only one way, right way to right. do it. Right. Exactly. Or, well, kind of. You know, you can hillbilly method. You can duct tape anything to death, but you're only gonna actually fix it worthwhile. My dad always said, "Do it once. Do it right. Yeah, do it once. Do it right." And so that means like take your time all the way through, no matter mm-hmm. how long it takes. Because I've definitely found myself in a couple of positions where you shortcut it and you fuck yourself. When you're right, you just have to redo it. Yeah. I've done that multiple that's, times. That's yeah, a salty thing to experience. Yes, it's not. It's not very. You know, mm. it doesn't. It doesn't build confidence no, when you're trying yeah. to do something. And you're like, quite fuck, the opposite. I have to redo all this. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm right now. I'm just ordering a bunch of cables and shit for trying to set up the sound system in my room. It's pretty cool. Trying to learn about. All the different hookups and shit, and monitor and EQ, and I need to get a second set of speakers. I don't the, the entertainment center I have doesn't have 5.1 surround sound, but it's got a set for two speakers, and I stepped up in the sound world because now I'm listening to music on something other than an Echo Dot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's it's actually pretty cool. But do you have any experience with like sound systems? It just shut up, Echo. I'm gonna trigger all those people now too. <laughs> Echo, stop. Yeah, yeah. No talk back from that woman. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, man. What's uh, uh, what, have what? I ever done anything like electrical? Uh, I mean, like oh yeah, like sound, wise? sound wise, uh, a radio and a sound system is the only thing I've ever put in all of the cars I've ever owned. Well, I've always done that. Yeah, I've always like done the whole amp and the subwoofers, right? All that nonsense. I actually uh, there there's a fun fact about me. Yeah, I actually took an amp from inside a vehicle and put it in my room. Nice. And pouch some speakers with that. I've been thinking about doing and that for this, this room system. my family very upset with me. You could definitely push some power through some speakers. Yeah, you just need a, like a computer power source mm-hmm. and just take that out and then you can just jump it and, that'd be, and then pa- be. power the amp. The amp with it, yeah. You just keep putting more wires because like, I believe it, like it's been a while. Yeah. I believe like the yellows are plus 5 volts and then okay. the red ones are plus 15 volts. Okay. So you just keep fucking... Yeah, keep you can those blast into there. it in there. Yeah. I've been thinking about trying to make a custom box for my room, but like, I don't know, man. Once you... like It's like anything else. Once you dive into it, you got to be ready to tackle a whole buttload of information. Yeah. And for me, I always get confused when I'm trying to learn about like how speaker power is distributed because my dad always says electricity is like water. And I understand that analogy as much as I don't. It's like water, like if you if you're throwing water through a series of channels, the channels that are open are gonna get the get the water. Right. And when they're not, electricity is the same way. But it just okay. like it, the, the part of the way the information is parceled out in my mind, I just think of it audio as inputs. Like plug this thing in here and it goes there. It, electricity is the same way, but right. you just don't uh, it's all a matter of the familiarity of it, man. I, but what I do love is I love learning about new things like like sound and like working on cars and stuff. There's something right. so rewarding about tackling a new skill. And then especially when, when it comes to like after you drive your car after you fix it or you listen to some music after you make your sound system. There's such a rewarding feeling in doing those things by yourself and just building up that confidence of knowledge. I'll agree with that. And the confidence of you actually accomplishing something. It's, like there's, yeah. there's, it's not just listening to music or driving a car after you fix it or you set something up. Like It's just like you're, you can view your accomplishment. Yes, you're somehow more connected to the thing than you were before. It's now, you know, some people who can't fix a car and something goes wrong with it, literally, they're out of service for a car. You can get yourself back into a working order just by having the willingness to learn the knowledge. Everyone's capable of changing their own oil. It's right. a matter of how many people want to change right. their own oil. And how many and, people have the knowledge. Exactly, yeah. And like my dad always tells me, you know, you can go up to AutoZone and spend 35 or 40 bucks and get an oil filter and five quarts of oil and change it at home. Or I can use my $5 off Valvoline coupon and then take it there. And it only takes 15 or 20 minutes out of my day right. as long as they're not busy. And I, then I go there. They top off all my liquids. They check all my air pressure and stuff. They kind of fill in the extra uh, peace of mind stuff. Have you ever uh, seen the reports where they just kind of screw you over? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the well, I don't take them there. Like and, I'll just spend the extra thirty minutes working on it. Yeah, I had to call it him sucks. out last time I went. I was oh, like, really? hey, I was like, hey, nobody, uh, nobody checked my air pressure on my tires. He's like, they didn't, and I was like, no, and I was like, can you do that for me? And they they went and did it. So, but yeah, you know, if if you just sit on your phone the whole time and not paying attention to right. what's getting done to your car, 
then you're you know it comes back to needing it repaired whether right. you're whether you're doing the most uh most basic service thing or needing a whole transmission repair if you don't pay attention these people are gonna that's where them profits are coming from yeah. for them man it really seems like they'll it. get you well i'm i don't want I don't, I, don't make, yeah. I don't want to make it seem like all mechanics are bad. Exactly, and yeah. And then they're not. There's definitely a lot of hardworking, honest, honest to good and honest to God mechanics who do their craft and do it in an honest, beautiful way. I feel like it's more the bigger service industries. Yeah, like, like the chains. Yeah, exactly. The ones that are... The 15-minute oil Yeah, change. yeah, for sure. But um, Which is impressive. Don't get me wrong. 15 minutes to change your oil. That's impressive. I think I get they get a they got a lift and everything. But my only issue is like they, someone has to drive it there, so that shit's gonna be hot. Yeah, exactly. And you think about like that's one thing you always have to do if you have been driving it for a long time is let it cool down so you can even touch the engine and everything. Yeah. And that that's where like older cars and newer cars like my car, I I know exactly where the oil filter is and stuff, and you can get to it relatively easily. But if you drive like a BMW or some shit, like Good some luck. of these things are not easy to get to. That's when you just take, if you got the money for a BMW, you better have yeah. the money to take it to the fucking dealer. Most people, yeah, that's the saying. Like if you can afford the car, you better be also be able to afford the servicing because yeah. it's gonna be. It, people don't put any thought into that either. Like when they buy a new car, like okay, do I have to get it serviced at this retailer? And how often do I need? Most people, I, don't, I really don't even think most people regularly service their vehicle. They don't. And like, I, I think I'm really lucky because I was afforded my dad, and I'm sure your dad reminded you too when you were growing up. Like, hey, check your oil. You yep. know, like check your tire first. You know, if you're about to drive four hours, check your tires. Well, you know? I, I do that just because of my old job. What I used to do, I used yeah. to drive the pre-checks. So like, but yeah, before I would pull. Well, they don't make it mandatory. But I had a vehicle breakdown on me on the side of the road, and you're just sitting there for three hours, yeah, just waiting for someone to come pick you That's up. That's the worst. And then you still have to do the rest of your day's work. So it's like oh, you just wasted yeah. three hours. It's <laughs> yeah. like I'm not doing that again. Not at I'll all. I'll take the extra five minutes at the beginning of the day, yeah. pull out into the parking lot, and then just walk around, check everything, make sure it's It'd all be good. good to go. Because if it's not good, I'll go get a different vehicle yeah. and spend the time transferring all that the way, shit on yeah. the truck. And, and that only takes one. 15 minutes instead of three hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With me not like me just sitting there because what happened to me is it was the middle the summer and the vehicle yeah. broke down so i don't have ac oh, i'm just yeah. sitting there just miserable waiting on the side of the road yeah but the the plus side of that is like if you have triple a or something like triple a saved my ass a time or two. Oh, triple a is amazing <laughs> you know like those the, amen to those kinds of services because one time i didn't even have triple a and i was on the side of the road because i i forget like i ran out of gas out of flat tire or something and uh some dude just came and knocked on my window. He's like, hey, man, you all right? I was like, oh, yeah, I got a ride coming right now. But he stopped, and I didn't even have service. So I was like, shout out to AAA. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Did and, he give you a tow? Or did, um, were you no, good? I didn't need it at the okay, time. Yeah, I had, uh, I had it coming around. But um, Awesome. Yeah, man. What do you think about uh, driverless cars? You down with that? No. No? But that's, <laughs> that's me being like... That's just me thinking. being. A, that's no. That's just me being an asshole. I want to drive. <laughs> I want to drive my own car. That's true. Yeah. I. I. Uh, my next car. I want to be a five speed because I miss driving a stick shift. I'll agree with you. I there. really do. My next vehicle is going to be older than the one I have now, so I can work on it yeah. and a five speed. That's my whole thing. Like, if I don't buy an electric car next, I'm gonna buy one that's older than 1995 or like 2000. You know, so I can still work on it. Uh, but that's my whole angle when I look at cars now because I'm either gonna get a car like an electric car that I can't service at all, uh, equivalent to right. like a brand new car, a foreign car, or something like that. So I might as well get an electric car where all of the maintenance and stuff is new to me or just get an older internal combustion engine that I actually... I actually want to get my first car back, a fucking 87 Pontiac Fiero. I had it in high school, man. That was my shit. I get the, get the GT version. My dad wants to put like... Uh, uh, some really sweet screaming motor in that thing, dude. Those cars are ill, bro. I, I miss that thing so much. I had a subwoofer like right in the middle of the seats. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was, no, it was a little screaming good, rocket. Yeah, the mid-engine, right? Uh, yeah, the first American-made mid-engine car. 80, so they like made from the 84 to 87. The, the trunk was in the front, right? Like you looked uh, up the It hood? was like a little... Um, well, the, there was a compartment. Like the engine sat... And, and right here and then there yeah. was a little compartment right here for the there was the trunk that went downward and the front was where the spare tire and a lot of the liquids oh and okay stuff. okay that's awesome it, it, it was pretty neat though yeah uh but i didn't have the gt model the gt model looks way better and if and you can get like all kinds of kit cars to put on them because yeah. the, the bodies are abs plastic yeah so right. you could just bolt a ferrari or like a lamborghini kit onto this car and make it look 
look like that. So how would you get to that vehicle's engine to work on it since it's in the middle of the Actually, vehicle? me and my dad had to replace the clutch once, I think, when I had mine, or the master cylinder. And you have to drop the, the, the engine completely on the bottom. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, just to, like, service some things. Not everything. Right. But, yeah, if you want to do some serious engine work and clutch work, you got to have it on a lift and drop the whole thing out of the bottom. <laughs> I've, I've, well, I've, I've taken a motor out of a vehicle, but I've yeah. never taken then, it out of the bottom of the vehicle. Exactly, yeah. Most of the, the time, they top. come out of the top yeah. through the hood. Yeah, yeah. this one, you got to pull out the bottom. Which that was something I learned too, you know. That's, now, that's crazy though. Not many people think about how you get to an engine if it's in the yeah. back. You know? uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not getting one of those vehicles. I'll tell you yeah, that. But, I need um, to be able to like have access to it. They're really cool. Like, like I said, older cars just have like this thing about them, man. Like uh, right. I like the burning gas smell. Yeah, I love yeah, all of I it. Just, I love the the age that like I don't know you know the the time is portrayed through the age of the vehicle almost but even if it looks new or new still you know it doesn't have to right. represent the time it's just like damn that's not a car that is made right now right it's some kind of headspace there that I'm always interested in that's something that's really cool next to my work we have like an old car we have a dealership right next to work but he only does like high end motorsports cars okay and then like inside he has a bunch of like. 56 Mercury's. Oh, yeah. 58 fucking Chevy's. The collectors. Yeah, he has all the old, like, gas pumps redone. He has that's, a bunch of signs redone. That's pretty sweet. It's, it's a awesome. true collector. To, yeah, to go in there and walk, like, just at lunch. Some just dudes walk in live there. and breathe it, man. Like, they really he does. Do. He loves it. And it's, I've talked it's, to the dude so cool many to, times. And, like, that's the thing, man. There's so many things. That are going on. That's not, I don't consider that, like, a pop culture thing, but I think i do consider it like an american culture thing but i don't know I, I think cars are a big thing everywhere especially europe and like yeah definitely europe tokyo drift in japan you know well yeah. <laughs> tokyo drift is oh, there's so many funny jokes they just, made about they, that they just got uh, chinese got real good at producing things yeah producing and cars like, at least or europe got real good at making like quality products yeah germans are known for the engineering audi and bavarian motor vehicles and uh what is mercedes german no there's something else then, yeah, it's just it interests it interests me all of the diversification that's come out of the global manufacturing called the car processes because right. like friggin' Ferraris and McLarens and stuff like that they're like insane vehicles that Europeans are just like <laughs> you know like yeah French dudes like I need this rod to do this they love it but I'm more of an old muscle car yeah my there's job nothing too. better than old Camaro like a 1969 Chevelle. Camaro. Mm-hmm. They scream, dude. They, 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 I they can't look, own one of those. I like I like the new Camaros too because they just look stanced out. They look right. Like, yeah. They look like they're like a lineman about to come at you. I'll agree with you. Like if that if that car came out in the seventies or eighties or yeah. like sixties, I would hate it. Yeah. But like today in today's the, age, the yeah. way they look, the stance, they shaped like you them said, up nice. They're, yeah. They're fucking beautiful. And uh, I don't know. Do you, are you? Uh, what's your what what car brand were you raised on? Chevy. Me too. GMC. Yeah, Chevy. my dad said I'd rather push my Chevy than drive a Ford. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> it's, it's it's there's definitely brand loyalty. Like yeah. Okay, uh, that's a cool question. Outside of cars, do you have like brand loyalty to anything to any kind of company? Like, do you always buy you know Nike shoes or no? You know Cabela hats no. or whatever. I really don't. No. I'm not really a brand man. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I wear some shirts that have like things sitting like written on them, like this yeah. is a Nike shirt. Right. Most time, I'm like, not, not too picky white about shirt. wearing like, whatever. Yeah. I don't need to portray anything. I've like, I'm not a brand a brand whore per se. Uh, I really, I like, I like Sony stuff because like I got a PlayStation when I was. Uh, right, like you know, that was my first oh. gaming console. Gaming like, console, Sony all the way. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just like just like in, in <laughs> any facet of life, like uh, Sony, like Chevy. I was raised on Chevy cars. Sony since I was a kid. Right. Um, what else? I don't know. We drink out of mason jars, and like I don't. Not that I buy jars particularly, <laughs> but if you think about things, like there are things that are like cemented in your mind as the things that you think of. Are there different jars than mason jars? Ball, I think. Ball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's like a, a feuding war in the glassware yeah, company. Ball, yeah, <laughs> ball sells at Walmart, and like yeah. Mason's legit. Yeah, legit, legit. Mason only. Yeah, not. <laughs> but it's really to talk cool. We do, we ball. do, we do drink out of mason jars here, so it's kind of funny. Um. I've never been like part of that whole bandwagon. Like people drinking moonshine, like drinking like like <laughs> yeah. at the bar they put the drink in that, and they're exactly. like, "Oh, I need to drink of this." Like, no, no it's not, not a good cup. <laughs> I want a cup with just a normal rim. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. stab me in my nose when I go to drink it. <laughs> yeah, it is like there's like the the curved um, rim around the top. Yeah, yeah like how it. it goes. Some in. of the liquid, yeah, it comes in and it's like, "God damn it!" 
yeah, don't know whose idea that was and why it caught on as a fad, but because people are dorks, <laughs> it's especially the, like speakeasy like new bars that are trying to be like the thirties. Yeah, like, yeah, you'll yeah. do everything as classic as possible. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. I would, I would have loved to do that though. Like, like I'll be in the speakeasy prohibitions. Oh, yeah, like that, that would, that would have been popping, bro. <laughs> I think I would have been more like the NASCAR because that's how NASCAR got started. I don't know if you know that. Really, through prohibition, yeah. Because what happened was... Running moonshine? Running moonshine, you had to soup up your car to be faster than the cops. Hell yeah. So they just kept doing that. That's boss. So they would be like souping up the car, souping up the car, souping up the car. And then you know how asshole people are that are dealing with like illegal substances. They're cocky. Yeah. They, they want the best they're, of everything. Yeah, they're, they're that's not exactly the going to shy yeah, away from that, a confrontation. That, that's the reason, like, drug dealers go and buy tigers and shit. Right, yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're extreme. Because, yeah. <laughs> so then all these drug runners or moonshiners were like, listen, I got a faster car than you. Right. You, you run moonshine, my car is faster than you. So then they would just start up races through there. And then next thing you know, they committed, they turned into, like, a committee. and An got actual like actual race? Yeah. Race I did not actual, know that at all. Yeah. And that's why it started out on dirt track. Because they didn't want anybody knowing about it. Exactly. They wanted, yeah, you don't and, have a, out a big raceway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Page and everything. Yeah, there's something. There's something uh, that goes hand in hand with like the industrial revolution and cars, and humans wanting to race them. Like, do you think? Do you think there were like horse races before there were car races? There had to be. Yeah, like well, fucking fastest horse in the West. You know? Red Dead Redemption. They, they they talk about it. Right. Yeah. But Which I would have to be because people back then would even buy horses. Yeah, that's so, what's really interesting. There's science behind horsepower. So, right. I don't, know, I don't know the whole story behind that, but but uh, yeah, I don't know how they figured out what the one horse. Yeah, is. how the power of one horse. Like how how did you determine this? Yeah. But yeah, even like back then, like at least in the game, like you would have to go and you'd have to buy stuff. Yeah. And you were my neighbor. Right. You went and bought a horse. I go buy a horse for $200 more. Yeah. I'll bet you mine's faster than you. It cost $200 <laughs> more. Gotta race them. And the next thing you know, you race them. And then if mine loses, I go and shoot my horse. Oh, and yeah. And then I save money to go buy another that's, horse. That's another crazy thing, too. Like, it's always... Like, I don't think they actually so many, shot their horses. Yeah, yeah. I just stood in the game. Um, oh, I was listening to the NPR segment or something. They were talking about oh, sometimes horses that are... Um, done for derbies yeah like sometimes they'll stumble or like collapse under their own weight while they're racing and break all of their fucking ankles yeah and like they won't they'll literally just have to put them out on the fucking big on the race course if i what if i broke they bring out like a a shower curtain gate and then just off them right there dude i didn't know they offed them right there yeah there's been cases this this npr segment while the jockey who won the derby was giving the post-race interview they had the curtain behind him and they were euthanizing this horse on the racetrack dude this is intense i could see that honestly i could because yeah if if you were hurt and you couldn't speak a language and there was a bunch of people was, that came over yeah. to you and trying to like pick you up and you couldn't move, right, it's yeah. like, what the hell are you going to do? I'm going to be trying insane. to fight them. And how big a horse is, how much power a horse is. I you know, go try to move a horse that has four broken ankles. Yeah. Good you got to be even brave to be the person to minister and whatever. The, you know, I, 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 I imagine they probably like properly euthanized right, them it's with probably some peaceful. kind of steroid. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, back in the day, it was just the shop, shotgun. Yeah, man. Just, <laughs> boom. Man. And brutal. But horses take so much care, man. Like so much. I don't understand people who like are big into horses. It's it's a weird. I've only ridden them like once or twice, but they are just big behemoth creatures. I've never even rode a horse. It's it's really cool to be on the back of one. You don't realize you don't realize how much meat is there. And I'm (laughs) as as an American, I think it's weird we don't eat horse meat. There's plenty of horses. Right. I really want to try some. No, there's Stover's meatloaf. They were making. They were. No, nah, I'm not even lying. They were horse like, loaf. They were like sixty percent horse. Really? They're meatloaf. And then we got caught. They caught wind of it in America, like the FDA. That, that doesn't so surprise did, me because it, European countries do eat horse. It didn't become a big story. So then that's what Stouffer's did. They just sent it to. I believe it was Mexico. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, have and they're some meatloaf. Cool with it, yeah. It says meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, they didn't tell them any difference. They're just like, you can't sell that like under federal guidelines. Yeah. You're saying this is meatloaf. Meatloaf is what beef. Supposed to be, supposed to be supposed a mixture be of it, yeah. Mo- mostly beef, and it was sixty percent. I wonder horse, who tested so. it to find out it was horse. I wonder who tasted it. It was like, hmm, this isn't the regular recipe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they just like random like, check. Yeah, just walked into the factory. Because yeah, because unless you have like a lot of money or a lot of power, you can't just willy nilly be like, I wonder what this hamburger helper is made out of. You know, right? And, but that, that's kind of cool that somebody managed to catch that. I think I don't know. Would you try some horse? Yeah, I would eat horse. Yeah. They eat it in Canada. Oh yeah, they do. They're, They're supposed to be up delicious. Out there. 
It, it, it's like, th- like that's what I realized when I rode a horse was that how lean all of their body fat is. Like, yeah. like the muscle. They're just these huge muscular creatures. And like, I would maybe try some human too. Human? Yeah. <laughs> like it's super. Oh. Uh, it's super taboo, but like. I've I've read people like I don't know where it's legal in the world somewhere. I, d- maybe. I don't think I don't think it's legal anywhere technically. Yeah. But there was a dude who went on Craigslist and, and put an ad and said, "Hey, I want to be eaten." Yeah. And like there was I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. There was a Chinese dude that's like, "Bro, I got you." So they got <laughs> drunk together and they cut off his wing wang doodle. Oh my gosh. And he cooked it, and both of them ate that together. Oh man. While the dude had like a tourniquet tied around. What to a his, bond. Like nonsense. And then after they got done eating that, the dude's like, all right, you can just kill me now. And then <laughs> eat me. And then he killed him and ate some more of them. And then got, I believe he got caught, but I believe he did it in like international waters and there was a contract. So there's like technically nothing yeah. the government could do. That's nuts. That's, this is a freaky world. It's freaky that that dude wanted to do that. Yeah. Like, like hey, that was actually, his, you eat uh, me? Yeah. but let's eat my dick first. Yeah. Together. <laughs> let's uh, toast to that. And then you can have the rest, which I would agree with. Like if someone was going to eat you, me eat first, yeah, that's the appetizer. <laughs> I would, I would want, like, I would want to eat them like with me. Like, all right, this is how this is going down. Like if someone killed me, I want to kill me with them. Does that make sense? Like if someone was stabbing me, yeah. I'd grab a knife bring too. Bring them down too. Like, well, you, well, just not even stab them. Oh yeah. Like you're not taking me out, bitch, and like stab myself. <laughs> like not try to fight yeah. it. You you make sure that you uh give the the, the lethal blow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going out on your dime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like fuck you. You might have got me in this position, but I'm I'm taking me out. Yeah, but the only reason I think human would taste good is because it's the same reason I thought horse would taste good because it's like. There's some lean muscle, it, like, well, like it, some not muscle because you don't eat muscle, but like the the meat has to be good quality. It meat. would depend on who you were trying to eat. That's very very true. I bet there's I bet there's some people who taste disgusting. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. But, but I, have you ever heard of the theory? Like, uh, uh, I think it's a big theory around people who are vegetarians or vegan or people who are against the the widespread um, animal corporation or whatever for food sourcing, like. The hormones or endorphins or whatever that is released from the brain of an animal before they're killed has some kind of um, impact on how that meat actually tastes. Have you heard yeah, of that? Yeah, no, no, that, that's factual. Like, if you don't get a good shot on game, like hunting-wise, yes. you can spoil the meat. Yeah, which is why it's important when you're, like, bow hunting to get a vital a vital Exactly, kill. exactly. Because yeah. if you just let it bleed out, basically, that, that ends up turning the meat rough. That's crazy. That's that blows my mind, and that's the thing. Like, how do you know that Chinese dude didn't? Did, did well, he know about these things? They like, probably did, but that's why they probably put the tourniquet on his wing <laughs> doodle before they so cut it didn't off. Bleed out and, and uh, exactly. ruin it. That's really crazy to me, though. That how how fast the human body can truly start decomposing once the blood losses out. Is it's it like, that? Is it that fast? I I would think so. Like cl- clearly, that's uh, a side effect of the loss of blood. Right. Once it leaves the body, the, yeah, like I it, mean, that's it, in my opinion, it just shows the complete closed system that is the human body right. well, and how susceptible it is to just losing blood. <laughs> they say once you die, like decomposing starts right away. Yeah, like your the. But I've heard like your fingernails maybe keep going for a little yeah. bit or something. Your fingernails do, I believe. Your ears do, because because those, those are reason. skin cells. Because I I think oh, okay. funny enough on Rogan, I heard like not like none of, like the only thing that is the same in all of our bodies since we've been born is our skeleton because all of our cells and all of our livers and like our liver and stomach and everything skin all of the cells regenerate like they die and regenerate time after time after time every certain, seven years something like that and I, no no I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah I know so, the study it's every seven years which is crazy to think it is like like none of you is actually but your brain doesn't do it. Yeah, your brain and your skeleton. It's like, you, but your skeleton adjusts over time. That's what it's right. to me too. Is that your skeleton adjusts to your body frame as you grow older it, and knows when to stop growing? <laughs> or depending on like what situation you're in, it yeah. can formulate to that. Like if your legs are stuck in one position, like they will grow. That's to true. Form that. Yeah, that's some messed up torture thought there. Now, how does a cast work? Well, they have to set. They have the, to set the, it right. Set the yeah. I, that, that's interesting though. I don't know. I would imagine. Because I've had a cast on my wrist. Yeah. And they actually had to go in and like, okay, so Madison County Hospital used to be like, there used to be a joke, don't go there. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you've been in a while. That. But uh, there used to be this thing like, don't go there because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I broke my wrist. I went there, got x rays, and they're like, no, nah, everything's fine. And then two years later, 
they're like, I go to the hospital, a different hospital, they give me x-rays, and they're like, no, your wrist was broken, and it healed a funny way. Like, the bone yeah. grew back together. Actually didn't. So I can't, like, bend it all the way back. Like, I don't bend it that far okay. back. Okay. Like, it's fucked up. That's... So you don't think they said it properly in the cast? No, no. They just said it wasn't broken. So oh. the way it formulated, like, there's a bunch of bone that calcified on the top, so Whoa. it won't bend. So when the dude went in there and broke it to yeah. reset it, the bone calcium, it was still there. Ow. The calcium was still there. Ugh. But it, it's so, uh, like, my wrist, because my wrist used to be, a, like, even if it was like this, yeah. and I went to, like, push the door shut, yeah. that would hurt. Wow. Like, no pressure at all would hurt just because it's there's so much yeah. fucking calcium built up. Ugh. That gives me pain just thinking about it. But after he did that, he put it in a cast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what does the cast have to do with anything? Yeah. I guess it's just to keep it in place. I think yeah, I think probably to to minimize the impact that could offset it. Right, once that, that it is could set. happen at yeah. any point. But it is it is kind of ridiculous how that you have to leave casts on for so long. Like so well, even after I got my cast off, I was playing football, and <laughs> it was like three months. So I got my cast off in the middle of summer. Right. So football didn't start until August practice basically yeah. or something like that two days oh no so it was this was in eighth grade okay so it wasn't even two days yeah not yet so it was like two months three months until like football actually started before the first game yeah like they would still had me in a cast like a removable one. Oh wow just because they didn't want anything to hit it like it's crazy yeah like, i, wonder, I never um, understood like w- w- you got me out of this cast put me in a cast for three months but now that i have any physical contact i have to wear another cast, cast yeah it's like i can, I've fortunately, knock on wood, never broken a bone. Um, really? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I've, I've had a lot of other injuries, though, for sure. Fingers, toes, <clears throat> nose? No, I just have a um, continuous dislocating shoulder. I had Damn, surgery on it once. It does right. suck. When it comes out, like, it, when it comes out of place, I, like, my body gets, like, super tense and, like, my whole body locks up. And then I have to, like, force myself to calm down for a second. Right, because that's so the that only I way can, it'll go yeah, back in. Yeah, I can only ease it back into the socket. And it's such a weird thing, but, like, it made me realize, like, just how quickly you snap into certain modes, like how you know if you do break a bone, you're in shock immediately. Like it, you, you, you see yeah, people break bone like on like ridiculousness and stuff. Yeah. Like people snap legs in half, and they're just like, ah! I've never, done <laughs> I've never had a compound fracture. Oh god, that, that well, scares me so much, dude. On Friday, I dropped 283 pounds on my toe, Ooh. directly on my toe. A thin piece of metal. I, was I need to get some pounds. steel toe boots. I wasn't wearing steel toe boots. Yeah, dude, I. My big toenail halfway mm. through is cut, ah. so it's just gonna fall off. Yep. It's like, thank God that the toenail was there though, because I would have lost a fucking toe. Toe, yeah. That's weird to think that like, to, like toenails and fingernails are the helmets for your. Fingers. But I just started like, people have different pain tolerances. Pain tolerance is really interesting. And different pain reactions. Yeah. Because I started laughing. Like yeah. I said two cuss words, <laughs> yeah. I got it off my toe. Yeah, I took two steps. I yeah. said like "fuck shit," <laughs> and then I just started laughing because I'm an idiot. Yeah, because like, okay, you know, I'm... yeah, you know, you could have avoided it with yeah. your own. Yeah, yeah, I decided. To, I, I decided to pick something up rather than like use something to pick it up. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I should know better. And that that usually happens to me when I'm at work. I'll like I'll kick something, not kick something, <laughs> but I'll like like do a a, a leg shove, and yeah. it won't work. Or like <laughs> we have to kick these things, these these opties into these bases, and I'll always think something will work. Or I'll, or I'll be trying to lift something stupid heavy and get it somewhere. I know it's not gonna fit, and it'll just, it'll, I'll just—I'll—I'll hurt myself at the demise of my own decision. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. And you like, knew better. Why did I just, yeah, and I just, like you said, you just have to like hold your breath, bite your tongue, and walk away because you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. All right, like, all right. I just gotta try to learn from it, but you don't. make smarter decisions the rest of the day, Isaac. <laughs> Talking about jobs, is there any job that you don't think people should talk at? Talk like at? why they're doing it. Because I have one, and I think it's a fucking good one. But I want you to go. Ahead. I can only imagine gynecologists would be kind of okay. weird. I didn't um, even think about that. That would, that would, like, but from yeah. what I've heard, like women love to chit chat anyways. So I, I, if it's male gynecologists, obviously for females, probably don't talk. The weird thing, yeah. But I can imagine just like female to female slapping some gloves on, going up in there, <laughs> chit chatting away. But you know, I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. Mine might be a little ridiculous. Yeah, what you got in mind? Uh, if motherfucker, if you're cutting hair, don't talk. I know, I get it. Like you're supposed to have rapport with the customer, and some people like go for that. It's like, a, I have yeah. bad hearing. I've ruined it from shooting guns, yeah. listening to loud music. Right. I can't hear a lot. You have clippers right next to my fucking head. Yeah. yeah. I. 
I, mean, okay. I don't want to make small talk while you're trying to. I just want to get my hair cut and go. And pay fucking attention. I just yeah. got my hair cut. Yeah. She fucked up my behind my ear. Oh, she, she was talking probably. It. Yes. It's like, sh- shut up. Cut my yeah. hair. This is what I'm paying you to do. I'm exactly. not paying you to have conversation. And I think, <laughs> I, I don't know how well like great clips and like super cuts would react to it. But I think if you just be like, hey. I know it's customary to talk before we do, but like while during my haircut, can I please request that you not talk to me? Cause I'm, you know, like, right. W- w- would it be impolite to ask that kind of thing before you go or do it? If you have a question, stop cutting my hair. Yeah. Or if you have something to say, stop cutting yeah. my hair, yeah. take the clippers away. I need you to be paying attention. <laughs> and you'd be standing in front of me with all arms at sides when you talk to me. Yes. I'll look at you through the mirror. You can look at me. Yeah. I don't need you looking up in the air, like flinging your hands around. You're going to cut my fucking and ear off. Are, bitch. Yeah. Some of them are so um, like uh, emotive. It's like, what the heck? I'm not like, that's just. You know what? You won't have that problem if you go to the old mug and brush in town. Do better. They can't even stand up straight. They're so fucking old. They're all in wheelchairs. You have to be sitting on the floor. They don't even give you a barber's chair. What are you talking about? That's funny, man. It's been forever since I've been there. I know. Me too. I used to go there when I was a kid. All the time. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Have you ever seen Gran Torino? Oh, yeah. Remember the that one? The old man? Yeah. Yeah. And like Clint Eastwood, of like, course. how you doing, you old Pollock? Yeah. Fuck, you, <laughs> he calls him some racist stuff. And <laughs> he calls him a WAP. That's what it is. Okay. Without papers. I don't know if you know what that means. I, I don't know. I actually haven't seen that movie in its entirety. Okay. Okay. Well, it's like, uh, it was, from what I can recollect, I knew it was used for Italians. Okay. It was basically people coming over, immigrating without, uh, okay, without gotcha. papers. On L- yeah. Okay. So it'd be called a WAP. 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 Yeah. WAP. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, anyways, like Clint Eastwood calls the barber that, oh, yeah? and then the kid that he's trying to teach how to like talk Picks for the new job on a construction site. Yeah, Clint Eastwood's like, "All right, sit down, check, like you're getting a haircut," and basically make small talk. And the kid's just like, "How's it going? You fucking walk!" <laughs> and like the dude's like, "Get the fuck out of my fucking yeah, 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 store right now." That that, that <laughs> kind of sounds like Oriental. Like nobody says Oriental anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I don't understand. I kind of think... fell by the wayside. Why? With, uh, why is Vietnam that one War, racist maybe. though? Um, I Who think, was ever making fun of Orient? Like, yeah, I think it was just like it was like the the go to term I think to describe people in a socialistic way for for Americans in particularly. Don't like, they also describe though like China and like fancy goods as I think Oriental? It's because I think it's because it can be applied to the wide to, range of okay Asian, to the core. That's uh, what I was going to ask. Countries. You're basically just yeah. saying, hey, that's Oriental. Exactly, AK, that's, yeah. an, that, that's an item. That's exactly. not a person. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Um, but I mean, that's I don't insane. know. Sometimes, like, Oriental is the best way to describe some Asian things, in my opinion. And I, well, but, I don't, I don't, but I don't know when to use that term. <laughs> I will. I'll give you an example. This yeah. is when I would use that term. Right. When I know something something is from Asian culture, but I don't know what Asian culture it came from. Right. I Korea, Vietnam, China, Cambodia, all those Japan, things. Yeah, yeah, all those. Like, if I don't know that, can I just say, Oriental. or what do, you, what do you call it, Asian? Um, I don't know. The politically correct. Uh, like, but again, we're talking about objects. We're not talking about humans. People. Yeah, that's true. Could be either or. That's uh, that's interesting. Two rules. That goes with like a- Arab and Islam, I think too, like the difference in the, the religion. Right. Because it's yeah, Arab, Islam. One well, of a couple other ones. I don't know. That's interesting though. I don't know, man. You got anything you in particular you want to talk about this week before we get uh, into anything else? Because we haven't. We've just been kind of like generalizing yeah. stuff right this this episode. We're just kind of going with the flow. Exactly. What's going on with the weekend? Rolling with the river, man. Uh, I did one more thing over the weekend. Okay, what you got? Get into that. Which was kind of embarrassing. All right, cool. What'd you What'd you do? <laughs> I went on a date yesterday with a doctor. With a doctor. Meaning she's a lot smarter than I. How'd that go? Have Do you know? Of course, you should know it. Have you seen? Uh, it's always sunny. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Do you remember when Charlie goes out with like the hot Asian? And he's just flustered the whole time. Like they try to make him a dating so. app, like website. And they're like, "What are your dislikes?" He's like, "People's knees. If you're gonna be walking around, cover your knees up." <laughs> and he's like, "What are your hobbies?" And Charlie's I'm sure like, I have seen it, but it's not coming to mind. Little but. green ghouls, man. That's what I really like. Little green ghouls. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember that episode. I've seen a bunch of Always Sunny. Right. What's your favorite uh, meal? Oh, milk steak. The milk fuck steak. is milk steak? <laughs> You get some milk, you boil it, you throw some, <laughs> you throw a steak in there, you get some milk Charlie steak. Charlie is my favorite character, though. Well, anyways, at one point, in the when he's on this you date the with, with this really, really like beautiful, yeah. educated woman, he makes a blunder and she's like, "What do you do?" And he's like, "I'm a, I'm a, 
uh, I'm a full on rapist. <laughs> and what he he's like, I'm, I help people, you know, like yeah. mostly little kids, blind people, like deaf, you know. I'm just a full on rapist. And then she's like, uh, <laughs> Do you mean a thurlampert? Thurlampertist? Yes. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the words, they get caught up in my mouth and they just don't come out no good. Oh my gosh. Well, that happened to me. Oh yeah? Because we were talking about like top five things that okay. you look for in a partner. Right. Like since it's first date and whatnot. Cool, yeah. And I, like, she had some beautiful eyes and that's number one, like up there. Gotta, yeah. Like, it's probably Gotta number connect one. connect to the windows of the soul. Yeah, just some beautiful blue, gray. Right. Like if they're a fancy <clears throat> color, I love them. Oh yeah? A, like... Bitch, if you don't have like, <laughs> if you ain't you got no even, eyes, you don't even need a face. Just have <laughs> eyes. I'm good. Just have eyes. No nose, be no the mouth. Fly, bro. <laughs> but anyway, she had some beautiful eyes, and I was just like, "Yeah, you have amazing eyes. That's something I look for. That's definitely like number, um, um, way up there." And like, just the words wouldn't come out, and she just started laughing, which was a good thing. Yeah, exactly. But we ain't gonna go out again because I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. Yeah, I you, don't know. You might. She might. Uh, she might hit you up. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a good rapport, but it's one of them things like, it's like yeah. she's definitely more mature and has her like like going it's for on a how lot like the, than me. People say like out of your league, like not like someone can be just not in your league. Not that they're out of your league, right. but they're not in your league. Well, that's what it, that's what this was. She exactly. wasn't out of my league. It was just like we are on different paths, on different, different courses. Yeah. She's a career educator. Okay, she's just going to be going to college for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the one thing that people like, so, you know, the fact that you knew that and accepted that when, as she presented it, some people like try to pretend like those things aren't what they are. And it's like, right. you got to know what you're getting yourself into here. Right. This Let's person had, this person at least has to dedicate this much time to this thing. And you have to realize where you're going to fit into that picture. Yeah. And it's really hard to accept, especially for people like who, who want more attention from their significant other. And right. I feel like women get the rap for this more than men, but as as a dude who tends to come off clingy sometimes in like in starting relationships, it's like sometimes you just like you're excited to have a rapport with a significant other, whether it's like dating or it is a serious relationship, but you can real quickly spoil that like honeymoon period as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to figure out where where your time falls in adjustment to the priorities of another. Fuck that honeymoon period. Maybe <laughs> we should get rid of that to begin with. It's uh, just get to know the fucking person. <clears throat> just don't hop into a fucking relationship. It's yeah. not gonna end well. I think yeah too many people like try to wing it right off the rip. Yeah, if like, you're getting blowies on the first date, it's not gonna go well most that's of the time. It's not a date. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. That's just a casual that that's yeah. how I look at it. So if I get late on the first date, it's like, okay, that was a good night. Yeah, that I'm not was, uh, marrying her. No, yeah, exactly. I got to bring her home to ma. How many date? How many first dates have she been on? Yeah. Aka, how that. many dudes she met two hours beforehand? The <laughs> next thing you know. Exactly, and 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 I'm sure she's asking the same question about you or I. Because I, but I, that's it. like I feel like everybody has that stage. Where you're like, all right, cool. Probably not gonna hook up with that many more people. I don't know where anymore. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like men, do I definitely think, still would though. You know, do you think it's sexist that I think that men, like, if they get laid, that they get laid, good. The more they get laid, the better. But like women, like, the more they get laid, that's kind of like a bad thing that I do it. And I have reasons for that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. It's um, I'm not. It's, It'd be sexist. It's so, somewhat, maybe some might say. But but then again, like, the reason I say this is because for a man. And men will understand this, and right. some women will understand this too. Right. Men have to work at it. When we go to a bar, we have to find like Just, it's, yeah, it's, it be, it sounds being terrible. a man implies more work than we're, being. A we're, we're hunters. Like we have to hunt it out and whatnot. Yeah. Where as a female, if you want to get laid, you can just walk into the middle of the dance floor, take off your clothes. There's going to be a million dudes that want it. Like That's just true, walk yeah. up to you, like hey, go fuck you, looking for the easy thing because all men are hunters. That's what they're yeah, out there doing. They're especially they trying to get skill. the easiest prey. Exactly. <laughs> Because the, the, those are the ones that don't have the skill. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't find joy in that anymore. Like finding the really really hot chicken. Like I'm trying to poach her. That's an easy one to take home. Exactly poaching. Yeah. That's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. It's like all I had to do was offer a ride home. Next thing you know, we're gonna be making out in the parking lot. I'm just tired of every single chick I go up to thinking I'm trying to get her in my bed. Like, I'm with you on that you know, one. Because like, I want to have just, a conversation can I just at this talk point. Talk to you for a minute, like. And uh, like but then again, you also have to think like there's. Um, yeah, every single dude has probably walked up to her tonight, showed her his penis, and well, like, you know, she's probably tired of seeing okay. shriveled dicks all night. So you could say this is sexist, though. 
because you say you're tired of every woman looking at you, and this is how I feel. You might not be the same way. Right. You say you hate how everybody looks at you, like they're, you're trying to get them in your bed. Right. Every right? yeah yeah. Well, the caveat that I have for that right. is yeah, I'm mad at that, but they're also right because I'm really not going and talking to the women I wouldn't sleep wouldn't with. take to bed. Right. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Well, and not even sleep with, but actually go like date because at this point I'm not looking for someone to sleep. I mean, there's going to be nights where I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yo, I need to bust a nut. Right? <laughs> yeah. But at this point in my life, I'm like looking for a deeper connection. I wish they would view it like that, and they yeah. don't, they don't even give me the time. You just need <clears throat> see. I've I I need to work on this bit that I've had for a while, and it's not really a bit. It's just a thought that. With all of the apps and bullshit that we have nowadays, especially people our age, like they need to develop a trading card game for dating. <laughs> so it's like that could work if you're going out somewhere and you're like in a certain type of mood to find like you know if you're actually looking to not sleep with somebody tonight but actually talk to them and get to know them tonight, you play a get to know card. <laughs> you know, get to know. Yeah, it's or, you know there needs to be like subtle um, social indicators. Other than a relationship status as a social media post or something to indicate like how, what people are looking for. Because I feel like anytime I go to the bar, I'm just like, this place is full of people who don't know what the fuck they want out of life. And I don't want to be here with them because I know what I want out of life. I'm at this barcade because I want to play video games and find right. hot, nerdy gamer chicks to try and hit on. Dude, like, I- but a lot of people are in the bar they're in for a lot of other reasons than to be there and enjoy what's there. I really do think a lot of people end up in clubs and nightclubs and bars and shit so they can get their minds off of what they have going on in life, which isn't much. And that's really, um, it's deflating, you know, it's, it's depressing to some extent. If you really, if you really do live at the bar five nights a week, that that's usually could be some indication that you, you're not being fruitfully fulfilled elsewhere in life. I would is, say that. Is, I would say that. Which is why you you call the bar home. You know, like there are people who live that life. Well, unless that's your unless that's your true hobby. If yeah. you have a true hobby of drinking new alcohol, yeah, yeah, beer, and that's, and your I'm whole scene is that, yeah, or or you you that's that, those are the kind of people who end up opening bars, and that, yeah. that's the kudos to those people. That's how the craft breweries and all the stuff get started. Or you're super happy with your life and your career as is, and exactly. you have the time and the funds to do right. that. I'm not going to talk shit about that, but most time, like you say, most time when you go out there, I can't help it's a but bunch feel, of people. Yeah, that, coming up on 30 years old, I can't help but feel like everyone in the bar is there. For a reason they either don't know or for one that's just very unclear to them. It's like, well, like, what are you really doing here besides wasting money and saying what to everything people say to you because you can't hear them the first time they say it? I've already, I thought about that. And I thought about what you just said about your little bit and I figured out how I'm going to (laughs) fix that for myself. Yeah. People know what I want. Okay. I'm just going to carry around three different post-it notes, three different (laughs) different colored post-it notes. Okay. On the green ones, I'm going to be like, hey, you're cool. Let's talk. And as a walk by a girl she walks by me i'm just gonna slap it on her arm and then if it's a girl that i'm like trying to get it in with okay it's gonna be a yellow one <laughs> be, like trying to get freaky slap it on them yep. as they walk by that's kind of cool and then the red ones will be like hey have a nice day and those are like i have no interest at all <laughs> but i'm still being nice but still being nice yeah but still being uh passively yeah yeah if i'm still here at the end of the night and you don't see any green or yellow cards <laughs> you got a chance <laughs> that's we might have to try to implement this system man i might be on board with you on that one yeah? Yeah, we, we, we should go to a bar and try it out. We you, we're either, new fad. We're either going to get laid or we're going to get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. We're going to get slapped, laid, or kicked out. One of the two. I've been kicked Three. out of uh, many bars, so. I, um, I'm probably going to be able to find it now. Oh, no. Here it is. Here's what we need to do. I thought, um, when, I, when I went to this Chris D'Elia show, and, uh, his opener was named Michael Lenochi. And Michael he has Lenochi. The, he has these business cards in the back of them. Uh, there's six, bo- six check boxes. It says... The first box, the conversation lulled, so I did something to break the boredom. The second one says, I saw a weakness in your eyes and think I can exploit you in the future. <laughs> the third one says, I wanted to show you how much better my card was than yours. The next piece says, you gave me your business card first, and even though I have no interest in contacting you again <laughs> and thus will be discarding your card very soon, the social situation dictated that I should give you my card in return. And the last box says, I want to sleep with you. <laughs> we need to make business cards like that. Damn, bro. you legit. <laughs> he already beat me to my idea. So, yeah, we need to mix the business card and post-it note uh, idea. So we're right. Gonna, we're going to change the dating game, people. Yeah. We're just going <laughs> to make it happen. Yeah. Joker, smoker, trading, dating game. Yeah. We need to make that. Make that a... Maybe we do... We, I wish we could figure out how to film ourselves going to, like, a speed dating thing. That'd be kind of funny. I would do that. I would do speed <laughs> dating and just make an ass out of myself. Yeah. 
but the thing is, I bet we would meet some like legitimately cool. Chicks. Yo, we. I think. Yeah. Well, I don't. Because like ch- chicks who are spontaneous enough to go to one of those things, you I'm thinking our guys, our chicks, just like we are guys. Like, you got a point. Yeah. Chicks is like, let's go to this stupid speed dating thing. It's like they're probably pretty cool. Let's, right. Let's hang out, smoke a doobie, and get some, get drunk and chill and watch some right. Netflix and bone. I mean, chill. Bone. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Bone is that your favorite word to mm, mean? Maybe. Getting it in. I think so. Probably shag. Shag. Shagging bone. Hey, you want to shag? <laughs> that one's not bad. You just have to find something that's not aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's um very uh, neutral. You want to take my t- pickle for a nickel? <laughs> that's a good one. They might want more than a nickel, but. But then again, that's like asking them. That's like telling them you're willing to pay. So. That's asking, yeah. Only, only tell that to whores and people that you know that are not cops. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that uh, Columbus police officer was just in court and pled not guilty to that murder of that hooker. Remember he shot he shot the hooker in his car, the vice officer like the he put the he put the prostitute what? under arrest and was in her car and then oh, yeah, she stabbed oh. him in the hand and he fucking shot her and I, said, I think that was oh, the story. I thought you were gonna say there was a Columbus police officer that got caught fucking a hooker in the back of his car. And instead of like going to jail for it, he was like, "Ah, she's going crazy!" And then like shot her. Kind of, it kind of happened like that. Oh fuck! He arrested this chick under prostitution suspicions. She was in his car. I think she stabbed his hand from the back seat, and he was in the front seat. And because she suspected that he was a cop, she like asked for his ID or something. Yeah. But then this dude tried off her in the car. Damn! So she didn't know he was a cop. Uh, like was she suspected it. So but, he, but he, yeah, yeah, he wasn't okay. undercover, yeah. Okay. But, well, then uh, that changed it because, like, she's fighting for her life. He's kind of fucked up by shooting her. Yeah. But I was going to say, if it's, like, a uniformed cop yeah, and, like, no. she gets mad and, like, stabs him in the hand, it's like, well, you probably shouldn't you stab probably, someone yeah, that you yeah, know uniformed has a officer. Yeah, that's, that's uh, fucked up shit. But, you know, just, you know, got to give him your card first. Let me, let him know. Right. Let him know what you, what you are, what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, let, let him know what you're trying to do. I'm not against prostitution. If you want to be a prostitute, hey man, it's go the oldest profession ever. That's Ain't that all on you. Like, if you're a woman and willing to sell your body, if I was a woman and I could sell my body, my body would be broken because I would have sold it to be rich you're as fuck. You're a dude that could sell his body. Like, I don't think anyone wants to buy it. No, I've tried to sell a, it. No, 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 no. There's old ladies, bro. I'm not I even gonna find them, bro. Like 80, 90 I'm years old. I'm down with old ladies. To, you're gonna have to put it down to them once or twice. I'm, I'm as long as they don't die while I'm doing them. Well, that would be like. <laughs> but wouldn't that be like the best thing? Like, you'd Man. be happy they died, but you'd also be happy you got off. I shagged a woman to death. <laughs> Would you finish? Would you finish? Not, not, at that point, it's uh, it's uh, necrophilia, right? Or what, it what's dep- it called? It, I think it would depend. Like, if you were a missionary, yes, because you could tell she was dead. But if you're in doggy, I think you're good. Like, <laughs> she, might stop, she might stop making noises to so just push her head into the pillow. <laughs> fucked up sir <laughs> just keep going and she her head's down there for 30 seconds and then you stop and check on her then you, it's like yeah, oh you should probably should take a breath <laughs> hasn't no? really responded recently he's gotta double check the double check the breathing yeah that, that's what uh, Deuce Bigelow was right he was a male gigolo yeah like, it's, Rob Schneider shout out to him man where's he at it's a possibility he's hanging I just gotta, he's I gotta hanging find the that. right uh, find the right outlets he's hanging out with that on. fucking uh, Adam Sandler money. That's what he's doing. Yeah, Adam Sandler. They're, they're friends because they're like in the, all yeah. of each other's movies. It's right? that Billy Madison thing. It's, like it's awesome. the production company. Yeah, Which, Adam Sandler. Adam yeah. Sandler's fucking a genius. He's rolling in the dough for sure. Well, it's just like his Has business. Been for like thirty years. His business plan as of now, like he still makes movies and he has a cult I following. Think he's that's, still uh, on a Netflix contract. Yeah, he I is. Think. He is. But he makes all this money. He's going to make this money because he has a cult following. Yeah. People are going to want Historically his Historically funny comic comedian. Exactly. So what he does now is he just gets his crew of funny friends that he likes and he just goes and films a movie. Yeah, finds a script he likes and yeah. goes and makes a movie, which is like... Goes on vacation and makes a movie. Yeah, that's what that's he does. the ultimate like fun time uh, group event to do. Man, to have a bunch of money and be... Uh... Like Grown Ups? That yeah. movie, that was nothing but a party. Are you kidding yeah. me? That was... Uh... Like every single scene... I think it was the second one with Nick Swarson doing the bus driving and then fucking he passes out from all the drugs he does and they yeah. put him in the raft. He's just hanging on the back in the raft. Nick Swartzen was uh in uh, Reno nine one one. He played yeah. Terry. Yeah, uh, he's not gay. Guy. Just throwing he's, it out there. He's he's hilarious. He's straight as hell. Yeah. But he, he said that's one of the things that he hated about doing that role. Yeah, he had as, to always pretend. Like everybody gay. would come up to him Terry. and be like, Yeah, you're gay. It's like, no, I'm not gay. I'm playing a rule. I'm good on roller I'm skates. I'm a good actor, yeah. And I'm good at holding oranges. That's Don't judge me. Tacos, 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 tacos. Terry, are you giving hand jobs in the bathroom again? 
What? I don't remember that episode. Reno 911. Yeah, there's a restaurant called Tacos, 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 Tacos. <laughs> Just about people giving hand jobs in the bathroom. Yeah, that's all Terry did, and like he found him, they found him in the bathroom with this dude, <laughs> and he's like, I, I'm I'm using the bathroom. Nick Swartzen said that like as the dude was leaving the bathroom. <laughs> what? Uh, Dangle was walking up. Yeah, man, we got a couple minutes left here till we hit the hour point. I saw you had this pulled up on here. Did you want to talk no, about No, that's just some shit I was watching earlier. Oh, okay, I gotcha. was going to do... A, well, I got a plan okay. from something that you said from a couple messages ago. Okay. Text messages. Gotcha. I got a plan. All right. I'm going to incorporate it into the next episode. That sounds like... Because I thought that it was a great idea. Okay. That sounds good to me. So that'll be on the next episode, episode 16 of The Joker. I do have something, though, because we were talking about hand jobs in the bathroom. Okay. Would you ever do a glory hole? Oh, like if you question. did not know who the other person was, didn't uh, have to hear a sound. Like you wouldn't know it's a dude or a chick. There was no guaranteed either way. They never said it wasn't a chick. I mean, they never said it wasn't a dude, but they never said it was a chick. It's definitely not an animal. It's well, of course not. <laughs> well, it might be a cow. Those are your three options. A woman, say, a dude, or a cow. Uh, Now that I'm sober and not horny right now, I'll say no. Dude, <laughs> dude you fucking you have a point there. Any dude that's on Bumble or on Tinder and you guys don't want to fuck it up, jerk off first before you send messages. <laughs> yeah. Or before you make any kind of important life decision, what? especially cheating. <laughs> I did that last night before yeah. I went on the date. Jerk yeah. one out. Got to you got to clear time. your mind, dude. You can't let you can't let the, the semen demons cloud your fucking thinking. That's right. We call them from now on. <laughs> right. And then you also know if you truly want to go on a date with that person or not cuz there's been multiple times where I've like like, pulled my pud, finished, yeah. and I was like, bro, I don't even want to date this girl. I'm just doing this just to get some booty. It's like, but that's it's all cleared up now. I don't yeah. need to worry about that. Exactly. At least you can be honest with yourself. And that's why I don't have any kids now. No? Because like 30% of my dates end like that way. <laughs> just me jerking off and be like, you know what? I don't want to go on that date. <laughs> well, I'm right, right in front of her, like Louis C.K. style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. I'm a gentleman. Not funny. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, of course. All right. So I think I think Louis C.K. is back on the stage now, and he, like, yeah, he had he's a, been for a minute. Yeah, he had a bit about like, sorry, I just like to jack off in front of people. <laughs> Come on, man. Is that harmful? Like, no. Well, that's what he got in trouble for in the first place. Yeah, I know, but I'm asking you, is that harmful to jerk off in front of people? Is it hurt harmful? Yeah. Uh, well, if the other person doesn't want to see you masturbating, I'm sure it's harmful to their. I think eye contact definitely sight. plays a major role into yeah. it. Yeah, and like, what was her name? Um. Silver, what's Sarah. her name? Say, I saw her Silverman. She was talking about like he would ask me, "Can I jack off in front of you?" Well, that's the whole thing. He would always ask. <laughs> Crazy. Like he's polite. And, and she was like, "Sometimes I wouldn't mind." Sometimes I'm like, "What the fuck, Sarah?" Sarah's really funny though. I really like her as a comedian. Well, I could believe that she watched somebody jack off in front of her. Yeah, just like yeah, because she's she's just a weird enough person. Have you ever been that bored where someone just walked up to you like, "Hey, you want to watch me jack off real quick?" You're just like, "Hey, I ain't got no time for this." I haven't. Extent. I haven't. Uh, I haven't yet. That's still uh, first to be uh, to That's be experienced. That's a bold fucking question, dude. It is. You got to really feel your uh, feel your audience on that one. <laughs> Right, that's so how you know. Like, that's well, how you you're like, gonna even ask it. Like, it takes some balls to ask a girl on a date. It it's takes not a, like, yeah, it, it's not like you want to go get some ice cream. It takes some balls to ask a girl, like, hey, do you just want to fuck? Yeah. Like, not go on a date, just like be friends right with them. Right out from with buddies. it, yeah. Yeah. Well, you could be at the bar, like, hanging out, like, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. Would you like to fuck? I've asked women that question before. Yeah. It's worked out. It's also not worked out. Of course. But it's just me being upfront with them. Like, hey, this is what you're getting into. Yeah. They're probably one night thing. Like, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get their expectations up. So, I mean, as long as you're asking and they say yes, I don't understand why he got in that much trouble for it. Because he, like, from what yeah. I've always heard is he always asked about it. It's like, if you ask, it's like... Fuck but it. then, like, like we were talking about last week, like, with the child sex dolls, you know? Like, if you get if, if you ask yeah. and they say no, then do you, does it make you even, like, oh, yeah, like, I want him to say no. Like, I want to masturbate in front of this person who doesn't want to see me. Like, what, before it was asking permission to drive the sexual right. urge. Now it's turned to darker sexual right. f- fetish, and now it's like, oh, I want to jack off in front of somebody who doesn't want to watch me. Right. Well, I don't think he ever got it's to that It's weird. Point. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But if you did, keep your dick in your pants, Louis. Louis, you, you're a funny guy, man. Just keep it off Keep it off stage, man. Louis, Louis. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh, He's one of many comedians that are just on fire right now, man. Kevin Hart was just on Joe Rogan yeah. and had an excellent podcast. Yeah. I watched that one. I would never jerk off in front of somebody, but I've been walked in on jerking it. Who hasn't? If yeah, most people I think who own a wiener. Any weird place you've whacked off? Uh, I'm sure I've asked that question. Not no, no, no place that comes to mind really right off the rip. I've done it while driving. Oh gosh. 
Dude, I'm bored. Pull over first, man. Come on. You do have a point. No, it was empty. It was completely empty. It was the middle of the night. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, how am I going to stay up? I know. Uh, but I wasn't trying to finish. When nature calls, oh yeah, you're like, just, it was just, just seeing, yeah, just testing the testing the roads. Dude, that's how I keep myself awake. It's like I have another Get the activity. Blood pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not staring at the black dog. <laughs> just as a different stick shift. Exactly. I'm playing with my <laughs> stick shift. That's funny as fuck, man. Well, I don't know if uh, if you're a watcher, listener, viewer of our podcast, and you like to uh choke the choke the chicken or yeah, flog the dolphin flick the bean while you're driving flip the let bean. us know <laughs> hey if you're a girl that's ever done that please let me know <laughs> we want stories we want uh all don't, you have to tell about it don't have to tale. leave the name just yeah. email it to the just joker smoker yeah. at gmail.com and uh you know you guys know all the social media stuff's in the links yeah. and descriptions below yes it will be um we guys are hitting you with this episode on a monday so enjoy your week. Hopefully the Monday's not too brutal. Well, this will make um, it a sh- shit ton better. Exactly. You can uh, chill out with the Joker and the Smoker, and we thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys very much. See you next time. Later. Excellent, excellent, excellent. That was a good show. Boop 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 bo